Good evening, gentlemen. How are you, sir? Good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing well. Good. I'm, drinking, Kyle. I'm, I'm doing very well. What are you drinking? A 15-year-old single barrel of uh, Knob Creek. It's so, so not very nice because I'm in Wisconsin and you're in Iowa. And I'm, it's, it's a long ways for me to get to you tonight. So I better just stay up here. You know what? This bottle actually came from Wisconsin. Nice. Came from a, nice. uh, a liquor store in Prairie du Chien. Cool. So. I just pre I just pre approved somebody in Luana, Iowa, before I got on the phone with you. So that's good. And where? Luana. That's where Swiss Valley Farms is. She works there. Oh, so uh, cool. You know? Nice. So you and I were chatting this morning, and we yep. need to start doing our sponsor editions of people that support truck and tractor pulling. And I, what I like about Tractor Zoom is there's a direct correlation. A lot of people don't know what Tractor Zoom is yet, and I'm not picking on you because I know you're in charge of social media. But I'm thinking there's a chance for us to get that out there. And the next year, the remedy is obviously going to wear some Tractor Zoom gear. Mm-hmm. You and I still we got some good ideas, and it would have happened this year, but COVID said no tractor pulling for me this year. So anyway, do you have the great Kyle with you? I do have the great Kyle with me. So what's cool about it is, like everybody knows, I do home loans because I, you know, I wear that very proudly. You're a little more humble than me, and a little more professional, and not a little more, a lot more. But you don't just blast it out there like I do every day. But I know you work at Tractor Zoom. All your friends know you work at Tractor Zoom, and the people who follow you. But I was, you know, we were driving this morning, talking. You were on your way to work, and I was on my way into the office. And like, what is Tractor Zoom? Why do I need it in my life? How can it make my life better? You know, that's that's kind of the story I want to tell. And I'm glad you brought Kyle in, the owner of Tractor Zoom, to kind of explain that story. Because, you know, I say to you all the time, it's like what Zillow is for homes. Then you, I say, no, it's like what Kelly Blue Book is for cars, but for a tractor. So, I mean, it's a, it's a nice segue. And I want people to understand it and how it can benefit their life. So take it away, fellas. Jason, good to hear from you, sir. Good to hear from you. Kyle McMahon. Uh, yeah, ha- happy to kind of review what Tractor Zoom and Iron Comps is. So, from a really high level, Jason, Tractor Zoom is a website or mobile app that you can go to to find farm equipment auctions from 450 different auction companies across the United States. It, it was it was a personal problem that turned into a a company, really, or from the early days. No, and that makes sense. Like, what what bothers you in your life? So. I go to the Google, I type in Tractor Zoom. I can go to tractorzoom.com. And then you have an app on the App Store. Yeah. Like farm options on the App Store. Okay. Yep. And, and the whole premise when we started Tractor Zoom was making it easier for people to find farm equipment at auction. There was no uh, one stop shop to go find that equipment. There's plenty of other sites that you can go to to look at all the dealer equipment aggregated in one spot but not for the equipment space. So we said, all right, let's go create effectively a searchable database of farm equipment auctions. So you can go in and search 4440. You can search S680, whatever you want to look for. Uh, you, you can see that in uh, in one-stop shop website or, or mobile app, Jason. So like right away, I think of, I think of Mecham Auto, you know, Mecham track, Tractor Auctions. I think of, I think of collectors. I think of just my dad who just needs a, you know, needs a used tractor. What, what split like uh, people who use your, use your technology, Kyle or Ryan, how much of them are your day-to-day farmers or tractor users, you know, for lack of better terms and, or they're a collector. What do you, what do you guys see? Well, 
I, we started the company and, and well, Kyle started the company and kind of the ethos, the, the reason was we're a farmer first organization. We want to help farmers make better decisions. Obviously there's a lot of bleed over there. Um, you know, how many farmers and pullers do you and I know who have really sweet tractor collections? A lot. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, and there's all sorts of tangents that we could go down with that road. But what we're trying to get to is the guy who needs to find farm equipment to upgrade, to do better, to do more with less, etc. So if that means he's looking for, you know, a new pickup reel or a used pickup reel um, to help get the corn off the ground a little bit easier. I mean, that was a big deal in central Iowa. It's still a big deal now. Kelderman's still cranking out reels like nobody's business. Um, but along with that, how many guys do you know that won't stop when they see a clean 1066, you know, or a clean 4320? Guaranteed. So we see we see a lot of I think we see more farmers trying to find equipment for their um, for their operation, um, but we also do see the collector types who are on it all the time, looking for you know what's this you know what's the coolest thing out there right now. Yeah, I mean from the from a high level, it was always for the farmer, right? For the actual road crop producer. Uh, cattle producer whatever might be the actual grower that's why we intended to do it and, and we just happened when, when we advertise those auctions there are a lot of tractors that go to collectors i think this you get the age on them and uh naturally you get the collectors that who aren't just farmers or maybe they're retired so yep. it's it's a good split but uh during heavy auction season pre-plant pre-harvest during tax season, whatever it might be, there's still a lot of machinery moving for for just the classic farmer. Well, you hinted at it earlier. Tell the story about how the company got started when you were looking for equipment. Yeah, so I didn't I didn't grow up on a farm. I grew up helping farmers. I grew up running a lawn and landscaping business, hunting and fishing, and I always knew I wanted to figure out how to farm. At some point in my life, I didn't know what that meant, really. But I started working for a, a group called Summit Farms in North Central Iowa and, and helping on their land side of the business, uh, just buying and selling land across the Midwest and, and working with farmers. So I sat back and said, well, sound, sounds like now's the time to start farming. And I did a bunch of research trying to figure out what type of equipment I wanted to start, what I wanted to start with. And naturally had uh, had some ground to farm so yeah, I, I i needed to find a planter that the kinsey 3600 1223 split row planter was like what started this whole thing and it turned into a an idea of farming into a passion of equipment and in the very early days i remember subscribing to i think 10 different newspapers trying to find all the auctions so i want to go to auction i want to I wanted to, I was in no hurry. So I wanted to see if I could find a deal, whatever that meant. And I think I had, I think the number was 25 different websites bookmarked on my favorites on my, uh, on the Google. And every Monday I'd come into the office early, look at all those websites, trying to figure out if there's a Kinsey 3600 
planer coming up for sale. And frankly, it was just a pain in the tail. So I, I, I did find the Kinsey 3600 and, and I did buy it. But then the other trouble was, what the heck do I pay for it? What's it worth? And it just started the whole idea of, all right, we've got to create the auto trader and Kelly Blue Book of heavy equipment. And, and so we're, we started doing that. Uh, stopped, uh, started this company back in 2017 and we're off to the races right now. Already working with two, uh, 450 auction companies advertising the machinery. And uh, this year we'll track around two, $2.5 billion in transactions that naturally we help people transparently see that information so they can more effectively value equipment. So I've never been a farmer and I'll never be a farmer, but my dad is, but I don't talk to him a lot about it, but I've always wondered, I mean, cause I, I know dad gets a line to credit or whatever, but like when they go to trade machinery and stuff like that, how does a banker know what uh, a 4320 for a lack of, I mean, I know that's probably not really a farm tractor anymore, uh, but what, how does a bank know? Or, I mean, is it just kind of, cause like when you go buy a car, it's easy, right? It's, it's kbb.com and you go and you know, your trade in value before you even get there. And you try to work them a little bit, but how, how, I guess, have you guys helped the bankers at all? Or is that something that you were trying to do Kyle or Ryan or tell me, tell me how that all correlates together. If you don't mind. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, that's a, that's a big part of farming, right? A lot of farmers own equipment and they also own land. And a lot of times you have to use that real estate and uh, personal property or the equipment as collateral when you go get a, uh, when you go get a mortgage or, an operating loan. So being, being able to really look at those values in, in transparent ways is, is really big, especially as the equipment gets more expensive. Jason, did you know this equipment, new equipment is getting 4% more expensive every single year? No, I, I, I've always wondered, honestly, because you hear, you know, I don't hear the, the, you know, the bushels per acre going up. Obviously I pay attention to corn and beans because of dad and I listen to the daily markets and stuff, but I've wondered how these guys can afford yeah. this stuff. And, uh, you know, just, you know, you hear a lot more, you hear a lot, people are leasing a lot more stuff than they used to just because of the affordability of it. And um, that's where I think the used, you know, that's, that's what I've always wondered is how do they, how do they know what this combine's worth, you know, with so many hours on it and the year and stuff like that. So that's where, that's what's always been interesting to me, like talking to Ryan about what Yeah, definitely. Do. And, so. and I think you hit on the big point of, historically a lot of the bankers kind of lick their fingers stick it in the wind and say yeah this feels about right right you know the yep. farmer says it's worth two hundred thousand. i think it's worth two hundred thousand. um or they'll or the banker will just do way too much effort and trying to go find this information spend 30 minutes looking online trying to find it where uh we, we we're really trying to create that easy to use solution that you can look up those values i mean if you want to take a, a yep. if you want to kind of play out the worst case scenario kind of example think about how much stuff's on how much how many assets are on dad's balance sheet you know how many how many tractors trucks hopper bottoms yada 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 he walks into a new banker to get his operating loan slaps a you know let's say a i don't know a two page or one and a half page list of all right this is what i got it's got like 30 items on it and the banker's got to go and do 25 minutes or a half hour per piece to come up with what it's worth. I mean, how many days does that, I'm, I'm not doing the math, but 
you can. I mean, it takes a ton of time, even pieces that yep. that everybody knows. And I know your dad's got a few pieces that everybody knows, and it's probably not terribly hard to put a value on. Yeah, but right. If you've got a banker who's got to do that, or even an assistant, you know, they got to put in the time on that. And that takes time away from getting the loan written and get the farmer, you know, what he needs to keep going. Plus, it takes so much time out of the off the, you know, the banker's calendar. So, right. Have um, how have manufacturers received you guys? Did you have much? chatter with them i mean i know you'll call dealerships dealerships and stuff like that ryan or the sales guys will but like how how has kinsey i mean for for an example how have they do they care do they interact you know we always joke about like why don't you know the major manufacturers get involved in pulling and you know the joke is well why they don't have to we already run their sheet metal you know what i mean they don't have to throw any money in there but you, you see ksih getting involved now with outlaws and the ncpa and stuff like that so that makes you smile because a lot of money pulling still comes from generally an agricultural background but back to my question how like what interaction have you had with the manufacturers has it been positive has it been negative what do you guys hear and see and feeling yeah i mean so what we do today is help people value equipment and primarily the people who are using uh the the product i think you're speaking of is iron comps which is uh ironcomps.com it's a website where people can go look up machinery values and uh, you know dealers are using it very frequently Banks are using it. Farmers are using it. And, and OEMs are warming up to it. I, I, I mean, we uh, they're not using it actively, but uh, as I, I think market volatility and, and markets change, there's a there's a big opportunity there to start looking at the used market. I mean, when there's when we have seven dollar corn, anybody can afford new machinery and new paint. Right. But we don't have that anymore. So the used market is really an important piece to the entire uh, agriculture system and OEMs recognize that. So there'll, there'll be continued value to have there. Yeah. So iron comps is, is part of tractor zoom or it's another part, it's a spinoff of tractor zoom or it's just a website or tell me more. Yeah. About they're, iron they're comps. interrelated. They're, they're two different websites. Uh, Tractorzoom.com is where you go to actually look up sale and then oh, okay. if you want to go price equipment you go to ironcomps.com and and really the premise is we're yeah. using all the same information that comes through tractor zoom and uh we we try to add a little more, more data and uh high quality information into iron comps allowing people to really make a, a a fast decision when they're valuing equipment and we we always show that on a transparent basis so you can actually see the pieces that are selling nearest you that are most like the piece you're trying to price. Instead of just giving you a, okay. like, you know, Kelly, you were mentioning Kelly Blue Book earlier. Instead of just going to kellybluebook.com, you look up a price and it says your car's worth 33352 bucks. We're actually showing you what we think it's worth and then showing you all the comparable sales that have happened in the market or within your region that are most relevant to you. And what we've seen from that is uh, it was kind of unexpected, but farmers are starting to use that for negotiation. Wow. I never thought of that. Oh, anymore. it was cool. One of our first customers uh, is a farmer from Southeast Iowa. And he uh, reached out to us not too long ago. He says, you'll never believe what happened. 
he said, we're looking at buying a small farm and some equipment came as kind of a package deal. He said, we knew what the land was worth. That's the easy part. But he said, I didn't know whether, I didn't know what the deal was with the equipment. And I was having a beer in the shop with a buddy and he mentions this iron comps deal. And so he goes out, Brandon goes out and he buys a subscription for 300 bucks or, and he gets into the system and he starts punching in numbers for this equipment. And lo and behold, he ends up saving like 10 or 12 grand on one transaction because he found out that the machinery, that the farmer was undervaluing the machinery as part of the purchase price of the deal. So just right then and there, there's 10, 12,000 bucks. And, you know, I mean, that's not going to happen for everybody. Let's, let's be real clear. Let's be honest. But pennies make dollars. That's the way it works. You know, you save a couple hundred bucks here. You negotiate down a, an extra thousand there with a dealer when you buy a piece of used equipment or whatever. That starts to add up. And that starts to help the bottom line quite a bit. Yeah, it was, it was. It's crazy the difference of what people actually pay versus what they're listed for in Tractor House. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure. Well, that's always been the that's you know I mean for me and you know I'm, I always talk about cars because that's what I buy and trucks you know and different things like that. I've just always wondered how it always works. And with iron comps, what do you guys? Who's your biggest customer on iron comps? Is it? Is it banks? Is it is it auction people? It's, what it's do you dealers. See? Dealers like that uh, a lot. It's I mean, it's their cup of tea, right? They buy and sell long every day, and yeah. we're giving them transparent data to make better deals and and drive value within their organization. Now farmers are tugging on their shirts, saying, "Hey, give me that same stuff those dealers and professionals are using." Like, I want that. How can I get that? I can't believe somebody didn't think of this sooner, Kyle. I give you credit. I don't give Rusnik any credit, but I give you a lot of credit. Hey, yeah. some of those some of those dealers, I'm not going to mention any names, but um, I know you've drank beers with them. Or <laughs> Crown. Uh, no, I'm on the web. I'm on, yeah, Crown. I'm on the website right now. It's neat to see and uh, see RDOs on here, Lions Federal, and Ziegler Cat, and Boyd and yep. Sons. I recognize those guys. So pretty neat. I would pretty neat stuff. Go ahead. So, I'm sorry, you'll go ahead, Ryan. Kyle, uh, you mentioned earlier, you, you said something kind of like a peak season. Um, what, when do you see people design, using your technology the most? Like, is it the end of the year before tax time? Or is it, you know, like over the winter when I'm getting ready for spring? Or like, do you see any trends? Yeah, definitely. We, we, we do see trends and a lot of the machinery moves. Uh, we, we look at, the machinery movement and when a lot of buyers and sellers are actually doing deals, December is obviously the biggest month. That's when farmers know how much grain's in the bin, how much money they can spend on equipment, what they can upgrade, uh, how far they can go on the upgrade, whatever they're looking to buy. But the next biggest seasons are pre-plant and pre-harvest. So like those are the three busiest seasons. Um, but what's interesting about technology these days is, you have auto guidance, auto guidance and auto steer in the cab that people are still looking for machinery throughout planting and harvest or the grain cart operators just sitting there waiting, uh, whatever it might be. Now that all of our technology is used on cell phones, you know, that's 
kind of a game changer. And I think 97% of farmers have a smartphone or uh, capabilities to that. So usage is all the time, but actual transactions are happening those three peak seasons for sure. Yep. No, I'm in tr- I'm trying to get people to listen to a podcast and you're trying to get them to look at uh, their phones for yeah. equipment. I love well, it. <laughs> it's great. What I suggest they truth. do I mean, is turn on this podcast and then go look for equipment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Do that. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. They can. You can turn the podcast on and listen. But that's great because, I mean, I've had comments from people that, you know, they're listening to this while they're picking corn and, you know, why they're, you know, hauling and different things like that. And we're trying to give them something to do. And I'm, I'm, you know, Ryan and I've been encouraging all the pullers and promoters to start their own podcast because you can, the technology's Everybody there. Everybody can get a shot. Very, very cool. Free. You know, um, Kyle, Kyle, you and Ryan have given some tractors away over the last couple of years. What that's cool. Um, what's the, What's the catch on that? Not the catch. That's the wrong word I'm looking for. But what's your angle? I mean, you're, it's not like you're giving away a free T-shirt or a free hat like I was doing for, a, <laughs> you know, for a, at a tractor pull. You guys are giving away. I mean, I don't know what one of those tractors costs. I don't. I have no idea. Maybe I should go to ironcomps.com there and find out. Yeah. But, yeah, that's really cool, the giveaways you've done. I think you've done two now since I've known you guys. Can you talk about that well, a little bit? Well, uh, I'll let Kyle talk about the first one, and then I'll talk about the second one, since I kind of spearheaded that one. You, okay, you know, we, we figured we had X amount of advertising budget. Did we want to go spend that on print advertisements? or Facebook Did we want to go spend on Facebook ads? Did we want to go spend that XYZ place, right? But we said, let's just do something different. Let's give away a tractor. Let's see what happens. And holy cow, they're popular. Yeah. Yeah. We gave away the first giveaway, Jason, was um, uh, we bought a 4020 and a 1066. So we kind of put it up, put it up and pitched it as the red green debate. And. Okay. And the so winner I remember that. drew, I think, well, hell, I was there with you in, in, in your front yard teaching Zach to start it uh, the last day of the, of the giveaway, which I think was in September of 2018. Um, and I didn't work for them then, um, but I was live on Beer Money, and you could probably actually go back and find it if you were to dig through a bajillion pages. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we gave it away, and, and the winner that you know the winner had their choice. They could take the ten, or they could take the forty twenty. And the winner ended up taking the forty twenty, and it's on a row crop farm. In last we knew, it was on a row crop farm in Illinois, corn and soybeans. Guy was gonna, he was gonna teach his kids how to drive it, and you know yada yada yada. I mean, a forty twenty isn't isn't doesn't do a lot of work on a real big farm um, or even on a medium sized farm in most cases, but they still have their place. They still, you know, you can still run an auger with one. You can still drag a mower up and down the, uh, you know, the ditches all day long and keep the pasture tidy. Um, you can put a loader on it. There's a lot of things you can still do with one. Same goes with a 10. Uh, believe it or not, we did find a 1066 that had not been turned into a pulling tractor. <laughs> Yeah, there, there were like <laughs> That's two possible. of them left. 
We gave one of them away, and then the very first 1066 sold like two weeks ago on an auction. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. remember that number when one. It, I, uh, that. Uh, I think it sold for about half the price of a pulling tractor. <laughs> you could buy you could buy a pulling tractor for less than you paid for that one. Uh, but uh, wow! And Jason, off the record, I think you and I both know who uh, who got it. But at any rate, that's a different that's a different story. Um, at any rate, yeah. So we took so that left us with a ten sixty six, and. As a thank you to all of our auctioneer partners, um, we let one of them auction it off. And I forget how that all worked. I, I don't know if they basically made us whole on the purchase and then they kept whatever was left or whatever. I don't know how it worked, but they got to auction off a real pretty 1066. Yeah, I think we outdid ourselves. <laughs> I think we outdid ourselves on the first. I don't know if it can get any better than a red versus green tractor giveaway 1066. Uh, never, I think it had 7,500 original hours, never been repainted. That was a pretty tractor. And then that, that 4020 at 11,000 hours and then just rebuilt. So we definitely outdid ourselves in the first one. But then, but then Ryan comes to me and be like, hey, when are we going to do it? you actually working for us now. Yep. Hey, do another giveaway. Let's give away a 4440. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so we looked and we looked and we looked and we couldn't find anything that we liked. So we started looking at big frame deers and, you know, couldn't find any of those. We were looking for, you know, 4640 or something like that and thought that'd be all right. Couldn't find anything we really liked. So random Tuesday night, in like February or January. No, it's February because it was just before I left for the farm show and almost died of COVID. Uh, the... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm checking Snapchat on a random Tuesday night before I go to bed. I get a Snapchat from um, from Jeff over at Slabtown Tractor. Jeff Ball. And Jeff Ball. Jeff, I mean, you, I've known Jeff for, I don't know, five, six years now. And good friend of mine. And what do you know? It's this real pretty 4440 that looks fresh as a daisy. And I, sent, I snapped him back. I said, Jeff, what are you doing with that? What is that? Is that a customer tractor? And he shoots me back a note in the morning and says, no, it's it's actually a project I I picked up to keep the guys busy during the winter and keep them out of trouble. And uh, we're just finishing it up. We're going to fix the AC. And then this thing's probably, and we're going to you know put it up for sale. And at this point, I'm thinking, Jeff, we need to talk right now, and I'll be darned if we didn't, uh, if, you know, he didn't work with us on it, and Kyle and I went up on, you know, the following Monday with a with a uh, single cab Duramax dually and a 38-foot gooseneck and picked up this beautiful tractor and, and dragged it back here, and uh, then we gave it away. We, you know, we put up the contest and we launched it the day before my birthday, which is March. Uh, we launched it on March 4th um, and then COVID hit and the world pretty much ground to a halt, um, except for us, because with empty streets, that means we can go and do all sorts of fun tractor things. <laughs> um, I had a whole bunch of fun 
with that tractor. We went down one Sunday morning. We went and parked that. Wait, 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 wait. What? It was a Saturday night, and obviously COVID has nothing going on. Right. And I asked Ryan, hey, let's go do a photo shoot sometime. This brand, this it looks brand new. Restored 4440. Maybe a Sunday morning downtown Des Moines. Ryan says, yep, I'm in. And so I met him at, uh, he drove it from our office up in Urbandale. He drove it downtown Des Moines. So he had to take, and he didn't take side streets. He drove, he drove down, he got on Tuesday <laughs> at like 5.30 in the morning, and he drove that darn thing down here. And uh, still, you know, there were like nine cars on the road, and like four of them tried to run him off. It was um, obnoxious. Yeah, it was ridiculous, because he put GoPros all over the thing. And uh, I was watching one of the GoPros, and this lady in Alexis cuts him off. <laughs> Well, lady, you got 900 lanes of traffic. What are you doing? And uh, it, well, maybe, she, maybe she wanted to be on the GoPro. Maybe the hood. On GoPro's right. But uh, anyway, we uh, <laughs> uh, he met me at the Capitol. We parked her on the Capitol steps and um, entertained the security guards for a little bit. And I got a few pictures. And then we started hitting the Des Moines landmarks. We went and took that thing, parked it on the bridge. Took pictures of it there around sunrise and then took it over to a sculpture park. And then um, one of our sales guys joined us with his pickup. And I said, good, now I have somewhere to ride and we can take rolling shots. And Kyle's just driving along and I'm just sitting in the back of the truck just snapping pictures. And all the, you know, the the 12 people that were awake downtown, aside from the three of us. Were filming us. Were, yeah. Cell phones came out, waves, you know, farmer waves, the whole works. Um, it was a it was a hoot, and the pictures turned out awesome. I had fun with those, and, and I don't get to take rolling shots very often where I'm moving and the vehicle is moving. It's usually me parked in one spot, and the yeah. tractor is moving past me. But we got to do some fun stuff with that. And right. They made for some neat pictures. Um and then, and by that time, you know, we've got, I don't know, probably 15, 17, 18,000 entries. And um, I think we ended up with about 22,000 entries. Uh, every state in the union entered, whether they should have or whether they were legally allowed to or not. Um, New York and Florida kind of got the shaft on that deal just because of some of their laws, but yeah, it happens. But oh, okay. uh, we drew a winner, um, right? In the on the first, uh, it might have been the first weekend in March or in May. Um, we cut the contest off on April thirtieth, and no, we drew it that next day, didn't we? Because I was in town because UCC was canceled. Yeah, our drawing technology failed us like ten. Yeah, times. That... When... Uh, yeah. Oh, I remember that. Because I was all giddy, was, geeky, oh, and you man. were stressed out. We had a team That's meeting. Right. I mean, we have Monday afternoon team meetings at 1 o'clock. We all get together and, and talk. And Are these no, like safety meetings me. like that I've heard uh, of? They're, or they're legitimate similar, team right. meetings? <laughs> but we, uh, what, I do, what I do to our employees is really bad. Yeah. But I asked. I said, so this thing ends <laughs> on Thursday night at midnight. And... 
what do we want to do? How do we want to handle the drawing? Do we have the stones to do this live? Do we want to do this live and, and, you know, just, you know, draw the name. And the resounding, the resounding vote was do it live. And so we did. And um, when we did, we had so many entries in the contest um, because there was, there were ways that you could stack points in your favor by doing things like sharing it on social media okay. or, or, you know, getting your friends to, res, you know, click the link and, and register under your link. And we had so many points in the system that when we told, when I hit the button and said, pick a winner, uh, it crashed the, it crashed the system. And you could probably see the color draining from my face uh, as I go <laughs> tap dance and I gave Matt the key. I said, start it up. Give us your best cold start. Well, that tractor doesn't cold start. It's, it's tuned up enough that uh, that ain't going to happen. Uh, so he entertained for a little bit. And meanwhile, right. two of my developers are screaming at our uh, uh, contest provider saying, look, we are live on air right now. Your software is not working. Fix it. And uh, there were some four-letter words that were used. Um, and then James pops his head out and says, hey, we're good to go. And I looked at him and said, are we good to go? And he said, yeah, we are. We're fine. He said, the guy's on standby, and he guarantees that it'll work. And I said, okay, that's fine. Then we did it. We pulled a name. Just so happened it was a guy from Tennessee who really needed a tractor. It couldn't have gone to nice. a better person. Guy has a family farm, like 50, 60 acres, does some, uh, does some hay, maybe a little bit of corn. Um, and he does, uh, uh, they've got a little bit of cattle and he's always wanted to get back into farming, but he didn't have quite the capital to make that jump. And, uh, you know, I mean, buying equipment is expensive. Dollar doesn't go very far sometimes. So he calls right. me just after we went off air because I read his name and we, I sent him an email quick. And my email has my phone number and the signature. And he calls me and he says, y'all are pulling my leg, right? That was like the first thing out of his mouth. <laughs> and I had just gotten home and... I was eating a bite of lunch or something when I answered the phone or something like that. And I laughed so hard and I'm like, no, Michael, yeah, no, this is the real deal. You are now the proud owner of a John Deere that is sitting in a parking lot in Iowa. How are you going to come and get it? And he worked it out and, uh, had a hauler from, uh, local to us, uh, ran it down to him. And, uh, there we go. The guy lives probably an hour from Chris Couch. So, and he's putting it to work. Awesome. So we're happy to, you know, we're, we're really tickled that he's, that he's That's having better, you know, a good run with it and all that. So. Kyle, has there been one thing that you guys have done from a promotional standpoint or advertising that really you saw the needle move? Or since 2017, has this just been on a steady climb of awareness and recognition? I'm going to kind of put Ryan on the spot. The best thing we did was hire Ryan. <laughs> I'm, 
I agree. <laughs> somebody need to Thank somebody you. need to give him a job. I'm so one hundred percent serious. Um, yeah, that was that was the best thing that we did was to really hire Ryan. Ryan, he, he understands our, our audience, understands farming, and uh, connects really well. So, um, yeah, that's that's the number one thing we did. And then it's always keep trying just different varieties of how to reach different growers. Uh, and, and we market to a variety of people. So when we're, we're talking about marketing to farmers, it's really listen to the farmer, understand how do you like to consume content? What do you like to read? And, yep. Uh, understanding that, which is vastly different than when we're trying to market iron comps to bankers or dealers, right? Uh, they read different things, so the marketing changes. Right. And we, we we learn as we go. I uh, when I was a kid, my dad every day would come in, grab a Wallace Farmer, and go in the bathroom, and we wouldn't see him for a while. So that was <laughs> that was his data data oh, gathering. I don't even remember if the Wallace Farmer is around anymore. I'll have to do a little... Oh, yeah. It's yeah, still your around? Yeah, dad's a few issues behind. Okay, cool. I wasn't sure. So, Yeah, I'm sure he is. He still might read it. I don't know. I haven't been down to his house for lunch in a while. I'll have to go check it out. So, I'll have to go check it out. Guys, What what's the future look like? What are our goals for the rest of 2020 and heading into 2021? Yeah, you don't want to get besides that. Besides not but, getting COVID. Uh, we hear it's not that bad. According to our president, which uh, uh, we don't need to get into politics. So, no, we're not. No, we're not getting into politics. As we, as we look into the, the rest of this year, <laughs> we're, we're like we're really expecting a really big auction season coming into the uh, fourth quarter this year. November and December, we're seeing a lot of machinery move uh, that's coming up for auctions. So, definitely be be watching Tractor Zoom as as auctions start to come up. Uh, again, we're working with 450 different auction companies and before you go bid on something, or if you're looking to sell, make sure you, you're, you're understanding what the fair market value is. Additionally, I think right now is about the time, Jason, that guys are going to have to go into their banks and update, uh, asset values for loan origination when it comes to the operating loans. So uh, making sure you understand what the equipment's actually worth is going to be very beneficial as well as updating your insurance premium. One of the biggest things that we hear or we see is um, people over-insuring their equipment because they haven't talked to their insurance agent for multiple years, meaning these, this equipment's depreciating, right? So uh, make sure you understand what the equipment's worth. That way you can see a, a return by updating that insurance premium. Yep, no, that's, that's, that's a good point. That's a really good point too because that's that's another huge savings too if you're over insuring and then when something does bad yeah, happen exactly. it's not there or, and you're bummed or, out you know when the insurance insurance companies have to replace a combine you may have that combine insured for what you bought it for but if you run it for another couple hundred hours they're going to write you a check based on what the value is when it burned up in the field not what you have it right exactly so making sure you, you have not when you that, bought it uh, yep. it's a for a why for you and you, right? And you, and you've been overpaying on your insurance. That's no good either. So, money does not grow on trees. I wish it did because well, did, it I does for my family. And the apple harvest is actually good. looking pretty good this year. But nope, I in the near future. I drove through Gay's Mills today. So, yep, I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Well, guys, thank you for your time tonight. 
Ryan, how do I find you again? Give me the website and the social media handles on that people can all find the you. standard socials. Um, and the website is tractorzoom.com. Uh, the Iron Comps website is uh, ironcomps.com. Um, we are running a free test drive. Um, lots of people think it's too good to be true, and, you know, it's not. It's This is what we do. This is what we do, and this is how we help people. And we're open for people to poke around it. So when you get to the main uh, Iron Comp screen, you'll see an orange button right at the top of the website that says, uh, I want a trial. Or sign me up for a trial. There you go. Give us a little bit of information. No credit card needed or anything like that. We're not going to like auto return or auto bill or anything like that. We just, you know, want to be able to set up the account for you. We want you to get in there, poke around, peek under the covers, you know, dig into the blue book. Find out what your equipment is worth. You know, maybe that's because you're updating for, uh, you know, operating loan renewals. Maybe you're being an opportunistic buyer because someone's got something on the market. And you want to know what it's really worth. Or maybe you're trying to, you know, offload a little bit of machinery for yourself, free up a little bit of operating capital, and you don't know what it's worth. We do. We're happy to share that. So. Yep. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, Kyle, thank you for. Yep. Hiring Ryan, getting him off the streets of Des Moines and uh, Urbana. We he did for himself. So, <laughs> I know I'm just hey, picking on you guys. Hey, hey thanks, Jason. For, one more thanks thing. for taking time, and uh, um, I'll talk to you I guys. I want to throw this out there for anybody who happens to be yeah. listening. Go take the test drive. There's a um, we have a coupon code out there right now. The coupon code is Farm Smart. Farm Smart. Use that at checkout. Save seventy-five bucks on your first year's membership. Iron Comps. So go to Iron Comps yep. or Tractor Zoom, and then sign up for it. Com. And, and then, yep, in the checkout code, there's a spot for a code smart. that says, "Or just put in Farm Smart," and away you go. We'll take seventy-five bucks off the first year's renewal. And before you do that, you can actually access the software com- for completely That's free. Right. For the, tri- like the it, trial, yeah. If you like it, you want to keep using it, you want to be that opportunistic buyer, you can save 75 bucks off your two, $299 a year uh, membership fee. Yep. Yeah, what you could save is way more than two. Yeah. yeah the, the price and the value, you know, Very much. There, or the value is there. You, one transaction. You, you negotiate with one with sure. one buyer, $1,000 off, you have an immediate ROI. Bingo. Other, and the other one, and we and and love listeners it. probably see this on Beer Money all the time, or at least every Wednesday or Thursday. I write a column called Interesting Iron. Um, you'll also find that on Successful Farming, uh, as well as the Tractor Zoom blog. And it's basically me being kind of a tractor nerd, going out and finding nerd, finding stuff uh, nerd. up for auction right now nerd. on our website. And then I'll write about it. Sometimes it's a history lesson. Sometimes it's a tractor with a story. Um, this particular week, it's um, a completely backwards farm all that kind of like took the term reverse engineer way too literally. But it's a cool tractor. And, and Jason, <laughs> just so you know, Ryan, earmuffs. Cool. Da, 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 da. The interesting iron email is the most requested 
piece of content that we produce. So we can't get we can't get Ryan's ego too big, but it Seriously? is the how do I subscribe every day? Wow. Well, we probably wow. should. Well, we got to do a, a video on that. I'm right? not going to lie. If you're doing a video on how I create these, it's awful boring. It, it's me poking through magazines. It's me poking through the Googles. <laughs> uh, I have 20 years or 25 years of Red Power magazines that I can dig through for research, um, plus all sorts of other stuff. Um, so, but it, yeah, that's boring. That looks like me sitting in a library a lot of the time. But uh, I do have fun with it. Um, it's something I am very passionate about because every tractor's got a story. So do I do I go to Tractor Zoom and sign up, or do I? Uh, you can sign up for that at Tractor Zoom. Interesting or iron email, like the one that went out at six thirty tonight. Okay. Tractor Zoom. Yep. So I'm a Tractor Zoom right now, and that will that will subscribe Zoom, right? you to. Uh, the email list, so you'll get that. Beautiful. Perfect. I'm doing it right now. That's about it. Well, cool, guys. Anything else? Thank you, sir. It was good. I appreciate your time, gentlemen. Great talking, Jason. Have a good night. See you, bud. Bye. Thanks, Kyle. Talk soon, guys.